welcome to the Midlife Career Rebel, the podcast created for high-achieving professional women to gain the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to go after and get the life and career they want. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Parker-Walsh, lawyer, social scientist, brand strategist, executive coach, entrepreneur, and Midlife Career Rebel. Each week, you'll learn strategies to manage your mind, navigate the challenges of midlife, and take control of your career so you can thrive doing the work you love. So if you're ready to tear up that rule book and create your own, you're in the right place. And I can't wait to show you how. Hey, Rebels. Happy Kwanzaa. We are right now in the midst of Kwanzaa, which is a week-long celebration honoring African beliefs and traditions. It starts the day after Christmas and ends on New Year's Day. And over the seven days, there are seven principles that celebrants focus on. Umoja, which is unity. Kujichagulia, which is self-determination. Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility. Ujama'a, which is cooperative economics. Nia, which is purpose. Kuumba, which is creativity. And Imani, which is faith. And each day over the seven days, you light a candle and with your family, you meditate on these values and principles and then look for ways to incorporate them in your life. It's really a fantastic time to close out the year and truly prepare your heart and mind for what's to come. And today is the fifth day of Kwanzaa and the principle of the day is Nia, which is about purpose in your work, which is why I thought it would be a perfect topic to talk about on today's podcast. Now, one of the key things I help my clients with is discovering and deciding their next career move. As their coach, I help them understand what they want and develop the strategies necessary to step into whatever they decide is their next best move. And it sounds simple, but it is absolutely not. If it were, there wouldn't be thousands of books out there on finding your purpose and discovering what you're meant to do in the world. Millions of people have quit their jobs this year alone because they too want to do meaningful work that allows them to have a life that they love. So reflecting on the principle of Nia, I went to Mr. Google and I looked up the definition of purpose and saw that it's both a noun and verb. It's the reason for which something is done or created, that's the noun, and the intention or objective of something, which is the verb. So when it comes to discovering your purpose in your work or making your next career move, there are two fundamental questions you have to answer. One, what's your reason for doing the work or why this particular work? And two, what's your intention or what impact do you want to make through your work? Now, I spent the better part of almost 30 years looking at, supporting, studying, working with, and observing women in their career pathway. And career is a big part of people's lives. In fact, most of us identify ourselves by our career title more often than we do as individuals. You'll commonly hear people ask, write that famous question, so what do you do? And quickly we'll answer doctor, lawyer, teacher, or vice president of such and such company. You don't hear things like, I'm an innovator, or relationship builder, or I'm a motivator, a big thinker, or a learner. Because a society, as a society, we placed more value on what you do for a living instead of who you are as a person, which causes us to look for purpose outside of ourselves, externally instead of internally. And by definition, purpose in relation to your work is an insight game, an intrinsic motivation. 
The principle of Nia is not about finding purpose, but finding purpose in your work. Your purpose is not your job in and of itself. It's who you are and how you get to align with the work you decide to do in the world. So going back to our definition, it's your why or reason for your work and your intention or impact, all grounded in an understanding of self. And this is a challenging mindset shift for women at midlife because our individual identities and career identities have been deeply intertwined at this stage in our lives. We don't know who we are without a title, a profession, or industry behind us, and therefore it's extraordinarily challenging to lower the veil to not only rediscover who we are, but to place the same value on who we are as what we do. So when you're dissatisfied, unfulfilled, burnt out, or just plain miserable, we're more likely to stay and suffer through and not even contemplate leaving because of the external validation that comes from holding a societally approved and respected a position. The fear of not knowing what's on the other side of a career decision or career move that places greater significance on our own identity and finding value in what you love and are meant to do can be too much for women in the midlife pivot. But once you get clear on who you are outside of your career identity and clear on how you want to express yourself, your purpose in your job or career of your choice, You'll have the confidence in yourself and any career decisions you want or need to make. Let me give you a personal example. When people look at my career path from lawyer to consultant to professor to entrepreneur, it seems like I made several shifts and a lot of pivots. And while, yes, I changed industries, jobs, careers, and professions, it really didn't feel like a pivot to me. I became an employment lawyer because I wanted to help individuals have the best possible work experience they can have. I took a position as an HR director because I wanted to create policies and programs to support employee engagement and retention. I became an organizational consultant to help organizations create a culture that valued their most vital asset, their employees, and to coach leaders to be effective stewards of employee growth and advancement. I moved into academia to study gender and racial identity development and how it impacted career choice and organizational effectiveness. Ultimately, I became a career and executive coach to help my clients have career authenticity, authority, and alignment, doing the meaningful work that they're meant to do in the world. I know my purpose is to motivate and inspire women to break through the limiting beliefs that keep them from becoming the CEO of their lives, unapologetically living life on their terms. And when I look back over my 30 plus year career, I've been able to express my purpose in my work through training, teaching, coaching, and positioning people and organizations for success. Who I am and the work that I do in the world is not something that's given to me. It's something that I take with me wherever I go in whatever position that I'm in. And once I understood that, and trust me, it took a minute, I could finally shake the fear and worry about the unknown or what others would think of me and my career decisions. Knowing who you are and the impact you want to make is what matters. Titles don't. It's your ability to express who you are through what you do that matters most. I left the law not because I wasn't good at it, But the way the profession is structured, it really didn't allow me to fully express my purpose in a way that I wanted. 
However, it took me time to separate my identity from my career identity, mainly because everyone saw me as a lawyer and were perplexed by my decision to leave the law. Frankly, some people are still confused to this day, even though I haven't practiced in over 20 years. When we look outside of ourselves for external validation or guidance, we end up so far off the path, we don't even recognize it anymore. That's why so many people struggle to try to figure out what they want. When our careers are chosen for us by our parent or a mentor, or we choose it based on the appeal of money, title, or reputation, it's easy to end up feeling lost or stuck in something that doesn't feel quite right or aligned with who you are. And my God, the pressure to conform to some societal idea of a quote-unquote good career or reputable profession can be really hard to resist. That's how people wake up 10 or 20 years later finding themselves in jobs and careers they don't love but feel trapped because of the sunk cost fallacy. In other words, I've already paid too much money and spent too much time and education and energy into this career, so I might as well stay in it. Unfortunately, this affects so many high-achieving midlife professional women. I hear so many people tell me that when they started their career, it wasn't their choice. When they chose the career they did, it was because of just what they saw around them or what they were advised to do based on what they got their degree in. And they looked up 20 years later and found themselves doing something that they didn't hate, but they definitely didn't love and definitely didn't feel like they were living their purpose in. And it's challenging to figure all of this out without a framework or process to help you understand how to answer these questions and clarify what you want to do. In order to answer, quote unquote, why this work, you'll want to get clear about who you are, your values, what matters to you, and how it fits in the larger ecosystem of your life. And to answer the what impact you want to make, you're going to have to get clear on who, where, and the how of your work. Managing your mind throughout this discovery process will also be imperative and some of the biggest piece of work that you'll do, particularly when your brain starts sending you panic signals that can really inhibit you from making the meaningful decisions that you need to about your career choice. In fact, according to the American Institute of Stress, the brain biologically perceives job shifts or career change as a significantly stressful life event. So you can believe your brain is going to do backflips. It's going to try to engage in anything it can to keep you comfortable and to keep you staying put. So managing your thoughts will help you make your best career choices, whether you decide to advance where you are, transition to a new job or new industry, or pivot into starting your own business. Now, while there are nine steps I take my clients through from discovery to stepping into the career and work they love, today what I want to do is focus on the first three, which really center around purpose. They're the most powerful and significant three steps that you can go through that will serve as the foundation and grounding to understand what you want to do and how to make the best career decisions for your life. In this discovery phase, you focus on these three things understanding who you are and how all your superpowers inform the expression of your purpose. The second is what matters to you and how it's aligned with your life vision. And finally, the third is where you want to make an impact with your work. So first, you'll want to unveil what you love to do. 
what you're naturally good at, what your gifts and talents are, all of which form the essence of what you're meant to do. And this isn't about finding a particular career job description. This is usually where most people get it wrong. They search for what's out there externally as opposed to starting internally and understanding what it is that they're meant to do. It's about really understanding what you'll bring to a specific job or career, not the other way around. For example, if you realize you're meant to promote peace through the discovery process, you can work as a mediator or an activist. Or if you want to bring beauty to the world, you may want to do work through professional organizing or architecture. You can use several reputable assessments to gain some of this insight, but they can be hard to understand and to translate into what practical steps do I take with all this great information. And while I do use some of them, I also have my clients do an exercise that I want to share with you called the chunks of 10. And through this process, you'll look over your life, taking it one decade at a time, hence chunks of 10, (laughs) And what you're going to do is write down specific situations, events, or experiences when you felt happy, proud, excited, and invigorated by what you were doing. Now, as you look over that list, as you look at all those decades and the little list that you have per decade, as you go through it, you're going to want to look for emerging themes and patterns that will give you a window into your purpose. Through this exercise, personally, I was able to see the recurring theme and pattern of wanting to help people embrace their significance and do the work that they loved. Now, you'll want to discover what matters to you. That's the next step. Values are huge in career exploration, and once you integrate them in with your natural gifts, talents, and skills, you'll have a clear picture of your career story. We all have values. Some are non-negotiable, meaning they need to be matched by others for you to be in community with them. And others are more intrinsic, meaning you just hold them. And if you can find them in what you do, they don't necessarily need to be matched by others. For example, one of the reasons I left the law was because of the values conflict. The law is adversarial in nature, and I'm more mediative and solution-oriented. Honesty, integrity are also some of my non-negotiables, and honestly, that's not always found in the legal profession. Surprise, surprise, right? (laughs) Also, quality of life is essential to me, and while I had a great income, the 80 to 100-hour work weeks were not aligned with my values. And while I also value justice, creativity, and autonomy, all of which were found in my work, I found that I needed those other values reciprocated in my work environment. And the severity of compromise was just a bit too great for me to remain in the profession. So what about you? What's important to you? Where's the line for you? How closely must your values align with your work, the industry, your peers, or your colleagues? When you know what you need to work in your purpose, you're less likely to be seduced by something that looks like an opportunity in the conventional get-ahead sense of the word. But upon closer look, you see it's really out of alignment with your values and who you are and what matters most to you. Now that you know who you are, your innate gifts, talents, and genius, and what you value, what do you do with it now? What impact do you want to make? What do you want to achieve through your meaningful and purposeful work? This is usually where panic, confusion, fear, and overwhelm kick in 
big time. <laughs> and it's usually centered around making the right or bad decision because we tend to see things in a very binary way in our society. It's either right or wrong, left or right, up or down. It's one or the other. And this comes from the societal ideas about good and bad career choices. If you find yourself consumed with what will they think? Or is this right? Or whoever the mythical they are that we're worried about, then you're likely to end up right back where you started, wondering about the direction you should take in your career. Now, one of my clients struggled to determine what her next career move would be. After going through this process, she realized where the themes and patterns of her life and her values were actually leading her. Her sense of purpose was bringing people and resources together to create change and influence outcome. How fabulous it is to understand that that fundamentally is your purpose so that in everything you do, you can do that work. You can bring people and resources together to create change and influence outcomes. This led her specifically to make a career shift to a chief of staff role. And this was how she wanted to express her purpose and make an impact in the world. When trying to achieve any result or outcome, you have to figure out the actions you need to take what you need to feel to take those actions, and what you have to believe to feel that way. I've talked about this before in previous podcasts. It's the cognitive thought, feelings, and actions loop that ultimately delivers the results that you want. In this example, my client's actions were to get clear on her vision, implement a networking strategy, cultivate an internal network, fine-tune her brand narrative, solidify her self-confidence, and manage her patience, all of which I coached her on. However, you can't carry out these actions if you feel overwhelmed, fearful, or even doubtful. So she had to focus on feeling excited, determined, confident, and prepared. But remember, our thoughts and beliefs drive our feelings. So we worked on her mindset to embrace thoughts like, I'm made for this, I'm a valuable asset, and I'm an effective change agent, as examples. And people often use a random set of affirmations to try and fuel a new belief system. But honestly, pretty words that hold no significance for you or that you struggle to believe will never work. I mean, I love affirmations. This is not a slam on affirmations. But sometimes reading other people's words sound good and they may work temporarily or in the moment, but they haven't really sunken in where you believe them so that they're actually effective. There is nothing more powerful than creating your own belief statements that can truly inspire and move you to action to get you what you want in your life and career. That's what really matters. And there you have it. To do the purposeful and meaningful work you want and are meant to do in the world, you have to first get clear on who you are. And you can do that by looking at the themes and patterns of your life that allow you to hone into your zone of genius. Next, take the time to learn what matters to you and your values. What's significant for you? What's the value significance on how you need to express your purpose? Finally, understand where and how you want to make an impact. To get there, you're going to have to create the belief to spark the feeling and emotion you'll need to take the required actions to get the results you want. Don't rely on affirmations, but find that belief system within yourself so that you really can find the emotion to take the actions you need to take. 
Mastering this cognitive loop model will help you make the necessary decisions to get the career and life that you want. The fifth principle of Kwanzaa is about purposeful work, work that has both meaning and significance to the individual and a larger impact and contribution to the world. It's suggested that this level and quality of purpose not only benefits the collective whole, but it gives fullness and meaning to a, purpose, a person's life. As French psychiatrist Franz Fanon noted, each generation must, out of relative obscurity, discover its mission, and then fulfill it or betray it. This is the perfect time of the year in the ideal day to reflect on what you truly want in your life and career as you prepare for the new year. If you're in a career that feels prescribed, that no longer fits or fulfills you, or you're feeling unsettled, but believe you should be happy because you have all the things, then you're probably not working in your purpose. And it's time to stop believing that it's an impossible thing to get. It's time to start creating a new path to what you want. I can teach you how in a very safe container so that you can do it for yourself for the rest of your life. In the Career Academy, we use a proven methodology that gets results. And I want you to get the results that you want. I dropped the details on how to apply in the show notes. So feel free to find that and come on in. Find your purpose in your work so that you can do the fulfilling career that you love. That's all I have for you today, Rebels. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're almost at the end of the year. What a powerful time it is to discover how to start your next year off in the best possible way. Happy Kwanzaa and Happy New Year. And here's to an amazingly rebellious year. See you next time. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, then you've got to come check out the Career Rebel Academy. It's where you'll get the individual help and support you need applying the concepts and strategies you're learning here and so much more. You'll be joined by a community of other rebels just like you, and I'll be there as your guide every step of the way. If you're genuinely looking to change the course of your life and career, I promise you, this is the place you'll want to be. Just go to www.carolparkerwalsh.com forward slash career dash rebel dash academy. I can't wait to see you there.